You guys, like, like this man doesn't need an introduction because a lot of you know him. <laughs> like, um, we're privileged. Like, we're blessed to have, have the wisdom of this guy pour out into the room today. Jesus has, 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 has blessed him. Daniel. Daniel Smith, by the way. I'm just, like, I'm referring to you as him. Sorry, man. Um, this is my brother. This is, my, like, one of my dearest friends. This is my best friend in the whole world right here. Daniel Smith. Like, um, guys, give him a hand. Thank you, Jesus, for this man. I'm a little shaken up from that, uh, that last one. Uh, get my composure here. Um, good morning. Just take a second, look around for a moment. Go ahead and look around. Everybody that is here is here because of the kindness of God. Everybody is here because of the kindness of God. Not one of you have come in here out of anything else outside of the kindness and the goodness of God. Thirty-two years old. Um, probably wondering why I'm saying my age. I'm saying my age because. Um, 32 because of the kindness of God. Not one moment that I wake up, not one day that I go, not one hour, every step that I take is because of the kindness of God. I don't own any of this. The stage is pointless. The mic that I'm speaking on is pointless. The building that we meet in is pointless outside of the kindness of God. There are no goals or aspirations or agendas, period, but that people will come to know the kindness of God. So for the last 27 weeks, we've been going through the Believe series, and um, it's been an amazing journey through the Believe series. Um, this week, we're going to be focusing on uh, the B section, not B as in ABC, but the B section, B-E section, the B section. Uh, I said that a lot. And today, we're going to be talking about Be Kind. How many of y'all remember this? Even, even if I took off the Be Kind, you remember what that was. Some of y'all may still have a cart laying around or somewhere, you know. You'll never be able to use it, so, you know. Well, can't say that. But so today we're talking about be kind. And before I dig into there, let me, let me go ahead and um, give thanks. Father, thank you for um, giving this opportunity uh, for us to be able to come together to fellowship. Thank you for the air that we're breathing right now. Thank you for the ears that we're listening through. Thank you for the minds that we're receiving this through. Thank you for the hearts. And Father, I just ask that you will guide today's message in the way and in the direction that you want it to go. And that you'll protect the minds and protect the hearts from anything that should not be. And then that you'll open up the minds and open up the hearts for anything that you are wanting to get across. And uh, we just thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'll go ahead and open up with, uh, we're reading in uh, Luke uh, two or six, twenty-seven, starting at twenty-seven. 
We got a whole lot of scripture today, so go ahead and uh, get ready. So starts with saying, this is Jesus. This is him speaking to uh, an audience, a large crowd at this point in time. Him and the disciples have been traveling at this point, and uh, this is them stopping for him to be able to speak. He says, but I say to you who listen, love your enemies, do what is good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other also. And if anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks you, and from one who takes your things, don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do what is good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do what is good, and lend expecting nothing, nothing in return. Then your reward will be great, and you will be the sons of the Most High. For he is gracious to the ungrateful and evil. Be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. This first passage of scripture here, first part of uh, this chapter, in these verses, you see that this is Jesus speaking to the disciples, but ultimately, you know, this is for us as well. We're uh, hearing this. And so Jesus is standing here holding up a mirror. So he's holding up a mirror in the sense that this isn't something that Jesus is just telling them they could do. This is something that Jesus is telling them to do. So he doesn't say lend to those without respecting or uh, expecting to receive if you can. He doesn't say love your enemies if you can. He doesn't say... Um, he doesn't say, uh, give your coat to those that you, if you can. This is not a can. This is him saying, be, like, do these. So this is Jesus telling you to be kind. And in order to realize the scope of what he's saying here is that he's saying this is possible to do. So he's not saying you could do it. He's saying that this is possible to do. That's why he's telling us to do it. But here he's holding up a mirror to where our hearts are, but he's also holding up a mirror to see where our hearts should be. So he's showing us, like, because you could take, you know, take track of seeing this. It's like, oh, man, that's not where my heart is. But he's showing you where your heart, where he's calling for your heart to be. So we'll continue to read there. He says, do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can the blind guide the blind? Won't they both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but don't notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself don't see the log in your eye? Hypocrite. First, take the log out of your eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck in your brother's eye. 
small analogy around this, around um, the blind leading the blind. If you were to go into a room, you know, full of people, something like this, if you used to go into a room and you just go in and start throwing stuff, tearing stuff up, throwing chairs, breaking stuff, and then everybody that's in a room follows suit and start doing the same thing, then there'd be a room full of people breaking stuff, being wild, being crazy. But if you used to go into a room, start breaking stuff, tearing stuff up, and nobody follows suit, then you'd realize that you have an issue. The blind can't lead the blind, so we can't expect people to come to know Jesus outside of being kind. If we're out in the road or you know out in the street, and, and I don't have a lot of road rage, do I have road rage? Because um, I, I notice that a lot of times I go to road rage, but it's a a pretty common thing, um, but if you're out in the, out in the traffic and you, you know you're cutting people off, and even if the person don't hear it, at the end of the day, the heart is what God is trying to trying to uh, affect here. We can't lead people to God outside of showing kindness and outside of showing goodness. With that being said, we can't show true kindness and true, true goodness outside of being filled with the Holy Spirit. So we can't expect to mirror the design that God has designed us to live and walk in if we're not actually filled with the Holy Spirit. So, yes, we could show some kindness or we may, you know, hey, how are you doing today? We may share something. But ultimately, the kindness that the scriptures are speaking about here is way different. This is on a whole nother level. This isn't just your status quo of, hey, how you doing? You know, have a good day. This is something way different. This is scripture saying that, all right, well, you, you know, you usually would give something to somebody that gave something to you, or you usually be nice to somebody that's doing something nice to you. But this is scripture saying, let's go beyond that. And a point to get in this is that Everything that we see through scripture is always pointing to the heart. It's always pointing to the heart. So this is always a matter of the heart as you dig in here. And so, and so let's, let's, let's look at the heart a little more in here. So we'll continue to read at uh, 43. It says, a good tree doesn't produce bad fruit. On the other hand, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs aren't gathered from thorn bushes or grapes picked from a bramble bush. A good man produces good out of the good storeroom of his heart. An evil man produces evil out of the evil storeroom for his mouth speaks from uh, the overflow of the heart. So we see in the last one that Jesus is holding up a mirror. Then we see in here is that Jesus is diagnosing the heart. He's giving us a diagnostic of the heart here by showing that a good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces bad fruit. So if you're producing bad fruit, you're a bad tree. I know that's hard to say, but it's true. We've all been there. We've all continued to fall into that same place. But a good tree produces good fruit. How can, the, the whole goal in this is how can I actually be a good tree? 
What does it mean to be a good tree? It ain't a matter of per se that you do this and then you'll be a good tree. You do these things because you're a good tree. So the fruit is produced out of you being a good tree. So kindness is produced out of being a good tree. And so it's important to see that the growth, the fruit is going to grow regardless. It doesn't say that fruit isn't going to grow. It says bad fruit or good fruit. Regardless of what happened, the fruit is going to grow. So it's the same thing as if I was to go outside, throw some seed around, there's a good chance that the, the seed is going to grow, but outside of the actual structure of me planting these seeds, it's going to grow good or it's going to grow bad. And so with looking at that, this all comes down and comes back to the obedience. So how do we become good trees? We become good trees by obedience, not sacrifice. Obedience is an ongoing thing. Sacrifice is a here and there type of a situation. It's, all right, I do it here, I do it there, I do it here. Obedience is a lifestyle. It is a living, a constant, um, uh, a constant submission to what God is calling us to live like, calling us to be, calling us, you know, where, where we should be going. It's a constant thing of that. And it's that structure. The structure sounds scary to a lot of people. It's like, oh, man, I don't, you know. Personally, it sounds, you know, it sounds rough to, to always have a, a structure. But outside of structure, good growth can't happen. So case in point, by us being obedient to the structure that God set forth, we learn the language of God. So if I was speaking or someone was speaking Spanish to me, I don't speak Spanish. I like to think that I do, but I don't. Um, but if someone was speaking Spanish to me, outside of me being obedient to the structure of that language, I can't understand them. I can hear them, but I can't understand what they're saying. So I can be saying all kinds of stuff, but outside of actually understanding the language that God is speaking to you, and you only understand that out of being obedient. So obedience is first. Then I can't, you can't understand the language. And so here it is, is that this lands us in 46, Luke uh, 6, 46. It says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my word, and acts on them. Obedience. Say, Lord, Lord, you know, I, I love you, Jesus. You know, I'll sing some songs. I'll go to church on Sunday. I'll go to church on Wednesday. and you know, I'll give. You know, I'll sacrifice. But if it comes to obedience, I'm, you know, that's not something that I'm really willing to do. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. There's obedience. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. 
But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built the house on the ground without a foundation. The river crashed against it, and immediately it collapsed, and the destruction of that house is great. So in the last one, we see that Jesus diagnoses the heart, and then here we see that Jesus gives a prescription for the heart. The prescription is obedience. Obedience is the key for healthy fruit to grow in our lives. And that's goodness, that's kindness, and that's love, that's patience, that's forbearance. And the healthy fruit that we're looking at is kindness and goodness. Notice how he tells us to be kind. He's not telling us we should. He's telling us to be kind. And then he shows us how do we be kind. We only can be truly kind through the Spirit of God. We can only reach this place of this love that he's speaking of with living in obedience to God. My daughters can, be, can hear me when I call. I can call my daughter on the phone. They can hear me, but if they never around me, they're never around, how can they grow? How can they move forward? If they can hear me, they can hear me talk, hear me, but they're never obedient to the direction that I'm trying to lead them in, how can they actually grow? They're going to grow, but how can they grow good fruit? How can they go in the right direction? The streets out here, if we used to go out here and try to drive and drive however we wanted to drive without the structure of the lights and the stop signs, we'd have a situation on our hands. It's important that we're obedient to God because there's good fruit that comes out of that. And so we must see obedience as the necessary structure in which we are able to have a foundational language in which we can not only hear God, but we can understand what he's saying. And so today is about kindness, but I could say be kind. We could say, hey, you should be nice. You should be kind. But outside of obedience to God, you just, you're just going through the motions, you singing another song, you, you know, shaking another hand. But as you are obedient to God, it causes that handshake to be a little different. It causes that hug to be a little different. It causes the air that you breathe in the morning to be a little different. It causes that traffic light or the person cutting you off in traffic, that response to be a little different. It causes you to be different if you're at work and your boss is saying something and somebody's saying this and they're saying that. It causes you to be a little different. And not on some sacrificial way, but out of obedience because you're filled. You're being filled because you're hear not only hearing God, but you're understanding the language that God is speaking. We can only understand the language of God by obedience. So I will say... Don't rewind. That's why rewind is not on there, because we're not called to be looking back and to be trying to go back and try to redo something that was, you know, done. But we're called to be kind. And so we, we see how we be kind. That's obedience to God. And everything else is going to follow. Seeking first his kingdom. Everything else is going to follow. Be kind. Don't rewind. All right. Pete, you're going to come on up. So Pete's going to come back on up here. And uh, bless us with uh, being kind. Yeah. Sing a song if you'd be so kind.
I think depending on depending on the day, it's probably uh, it's probably kindness not to sing. But uh, <laughs> well, you guys, uh, Daniel, thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you, man. Like, hey, uh, hey, just, just so y'all know, I absolutely love y'all. I love y'all. So, by his kindness. All right.